Patrick Royce, um, Sky Yuma, row the boat. I mean, those <laughs> Nebraska Cornhuskers never had a chance. Uh, well, the ghosts were seven and a half at kickoff, and uh, they should have uh, been up about 17 to nothing at halftime, and it was 3-0 somehow. Once again, uh, Fleck played down to the opposition with his bore-ass offense trying to run the ball when they couldn't run the ball. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he coaches without uh, without a running game. Uh, 55 yards on the ground last night. When do you think the last time a Gopher team only had 55 yards rushing? I, I, cannot, I cannot recall that. Uh, you know, Mace, Mace certainly never had one of those because all they did was run the ball. And I don't know, maybe Coach Brewster had a 10-yard game sometime or something. But uh, it was uh, – I was not uh, – I, I tweeted one hour before he uh, lost the game for him that I still had confidence that Jeff Sims was going to win the game for the Gophers, and he uh, did. He is terrible. How yep. did you end up with – he can run a little bit, but uh, they went to the transfer portal to find – they were – you know, there's about 50 quarterbacks that changed jobs in uh, in, in this transfer portal – and Notre Dame got Sam Hartman, the kid from Wake Forest, who's a, who was a Heisman Trophy candidate. And these guys went to the ACC and raided Georgia Tech for uh, this uh, this guy Sims, who can't uh, who can't you can't throw the ball. He can run a little bit, but uh, uh, I th- I think they were better off when they had one of the Martinez's, which who they, I had like- for, they had for about seven years. They had them, and uh, they never won any big games for them, but. Uh, I, they didn't throw any worse than this guy. No, no, and, and the t- the touchdown was a total fluke because it's the play where they yes, tried the lateral I, play yes. and it bounced it bounced back to him like a basketball and the guy was wide open. You you would have had to work to miss that kid in yes, the end zone and, and not get the touchdown. And my theory is, if he hadn't double dribbled it, the guy wouldn't have been wide open. That, uh But all of a sudden you're defensive back and you see the guy dribbling the bat in football, you probably give up on the the receiver you were supposed to be chasing on the trick play because it was a slow developing trick play. <laughs> but the only time they scored off Joe Rossi's defense was that was your only touchdown. They kicked a field goal. Mm-hmm. They had 280 yards or something like that. Gophers had 251. This was a game. You got to be my age, but this was a game that would have made brought tears to the eyes of Murray Warmath and Purdue's Jack Mollenkopf when they were both known to punt on third down in one of their tough games because they they, they didn't want to have anything bad in case they had to fumble the punt and fall on it. They still wanted to be able to punt on fourth down. This looked like a Jack Mollenkopf, Murray Warmath battle in the 1950s. So. Matt Rule might want to consider exactly that this season. Third down, oh, just say, screw it, let's just punt, let's pin them. Yeah. That's right. But here's what they said on the broadcast, and you heard it on the telecast, that the guy who fumbled got benched because he fumbled so much in spring ball, right? That they stopped that they stopped playing him. So if you got your guy with the fumbling problem, why are you using him in that situation? Why aren't you using a guy who you say put hands Put both hands on the ball and run with your head down like uh, the fullbacks used to. Why would you use the guy who's known for fumbling? Now, it was a nice play by the gopher. He kind of punched it out there. But uh, I would say the great 
term ball security was very important to Nebraska at that point in the game, right? Because you're going to absolutely, perhaps, yeah. You're going to perhaps kick a field goal and put the game away. If you lose the ball four times, which the uh, Cornhuskers did, you don't deserve to win too. So screw them. No, 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 no. I agree with you. It was a, it was a great catch by uh, Jackson in the end zone. Uh, the Gopher left tackle did get uh, away with about seven false starts. I don't quite know how that works, but uh, including on that play. But uh, apparently that's the new thing, and uh, they they give the they give the lineman a half a second or a second to. Uh, you know, be early. I don't know. It seems like they don't call that as much, but he was, uh, he did, he did that uh, consistently the whole game. When you're watching the game, the ball isn't snapped yet and he's in motion. You're wondering where the flag is, but uh, yeah, they left happy 13 to 10. Uh, My two questions, 55 yards. When was the last time and 251 yards? When was the last time you won a game with 251 yards? That uh, that was a uh, defensive battle that everybody thought was exciting. So that's fine. If you bet the Gophers, though, you lost money. Phil joins oh. us. Perhaps he can answer those questions. Uh, I mean, that was a boy. That was a a slugfest. I don't even know what you would call that <laughs> last night. That was yeah. It was uh, well. Yeah, Nebraska's, uh, I, I was getting things. They can't stop the Nebraska running game. Well, yes, they can. Nebraska didn't have 300 yards. Uh, it, it was, this was this was not the Nebraska of our youth, fellas. This yeah, was, no, uh, their, uh, their uh, you know, rule, I didn't realize that he brought in 40 new players, not, not counting freshmen. Wow. 40 new players. And they 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 kind of operated like a team that had forty new players, but the Gophers led a lot a lot of good plays. I I think there's hope for the freshman uh, for the quarterback. Is he uh, officially a freshman or is he a sophomore now? Calic Manis. I I no. I, I think he's he... been here three years now, right? So he's yeah. already his COVID year is. Uh, I don't know, like so, the players that went through the COVID era, I never know what class they are. Like, no, are you you're, no. are you like a ninth year senior? Are you still like a freshman with some classification? I have no idea. I think he's got a chance. He's a good athlete, much better, obviously, than Tanner. But he, uh, you know, he was bad for uh, about three, four straight series the second half when uh, Nebraska looked like they might actually win one of these. If you're a Nebraska fan, though, you got to be going nuts. What What is it? Scott Frost lost. They've lost some one possession games like 17 and two years or something like it that. It was like so. not, I, th- I think the graphic they put up on Fox in the second half was some like nine last year alone that they lost. Yeah, the one possession games, yeah. yes. And uh, uh, I, I did see Roll at one point, really, he had to call that timeout over there, and he was very upset with what play his offensive coordinator was trying to send into the game. So uh, it's going to take him a while, that's for sure. That does not look like a team that's a threat last year the west though this is the last big chance so you start one and all and the thing about fleck uh despite my uh, difficulties with his personality his teams have a tendency to get better so uh, they do they that, yeah they oddly and sometimes they just oddly play to the level of who they're playing yes, and then yes. they pull well, it off in the year, end i still think they lost that iowa game because they didn't try to win it last year. I mean, you're playing. Iowa's got great defense, yes, but don't play into their hands 
when they have god-awful offense. They had one of the worst offenses in America. Don't turn it into a flood, slug, flood, slug fest with him. Go up and, you know, get the game moving a little bit. But he, uh, he at his soul, he's uh, kind of a conservative offensive guy. Uh, this kid will maybe change that a little bit for him. But, but uh, you know, right? Figured out how to win, and Nebraska figured out how to lose. So it was it was festive on campus yesterday. Oh, it was everybody seemed to have a good time. Yeah, it, it wasn't was, as much as red as I thought. What maybe eight thousand? I I think it was over ten thousand red. Yeah. I mean, it was the upper the upper levels were very very much Nebraska fans. The great thing though visually was that uh, you're always looking at the closed end zone, right? And that was all go for students and that was the students the students and of course it's like it's like freshman orientation week and so it's all the you know the freshmen are away from home we're gonna go to the game and then they start to thin out in like the third quarter maybe they're just being responsible because they've got to get up early for uh you know class tomorrow yeah but i don't think classes start till uh, tuesday either (laughs) so i think they wanted to go drink but yeah did they let the freshman a ticket they didn't have to sell this game out by giving the freshmen a ticket, did they? I don't, I don't know, know that. They make freshmen. I, they've always made freshmen pay, unless this was like yeah, a special. Yeah, but no, but they used to, when they had the clinker for the opener, you know, the one that wasn't going to draw any people, they uh, they would give them a, a ticket for the, you know, when they registered for the opener. But uh, I they, they probably did that next week, probably Eastern Michigan. You probably got your uh, free ticket for that one, yeah. so. It's always funny, like when uh, Nebraska fans or some of these, so they they come to the big city, you know. Yeah. And I was just like even downtown yesterday. They were it was like one o'clock in the afternoon, and there's just Husker fans with their Husker shirts and hats <laughs> roaming around the big city, you know, looking yeah. for some I don't know Miller Lite or whatever they drink. I don't. Well, know. I'm sure it was good for the uh, local steakhouses on Friday night, right? Oh that, yeah. That, be yeah. good to Murray, Murray's and Ruth's Chris and all the joints downtown had to, had to do pretty well for it. Is Ruth's Chris still open over there? Oh, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. It's, oh, it's the a great spot. It's like kind of off time. in its own little sector, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You, you can uh, you can show up there, though, and uh, the wife can have like a drink, maybe two. And then uh, and then you can have the crab cake appetizer. And oh. then you can, you can get up the three bills pretty damn quick. There oh, with two people. yeah. <laughs> with oh, two I would expect people. so, yeah. With two people, when one of them doesn't drink, is uh, is uh, is uh, you can get you can get three hundred pretty quick. Yeah. Are, are Nebraska anyway. natives going? Are they like me? Or are they going with a rare steak, or do they want that thing cooked pretty thoroughly? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what they're farmers. So yeah, you know, I know. they're they're, I know they're rural they types. Although Omaha's a supposedly a going town these days, it and is. Lincoln is. Cool place. I don't know what Lincoln's right, but uh, uh, I, I don't know what Lincoln's left like, but. Uh, you know, they're still loyal, but they're getting a little old. Some of those customers are getting a little old. They're going to have to turn around here pretty quick to uh, think back to the, any of the glory days. It is just so crazy to think that the Big Ten, as we know it, this is it. Well, yeah, right? and then this morning, this the the ACC just offered the yes. stragglers, Stanford and Cal. So now the- And SMU. SMU. SM, SMU, yeah. What? How are they going to afford to play in that conference? How how can you send your other sports teams out there? I don't Three think time zones every game. I yeah. think you're going to have to come up with a different, unless it's like football or basketball. I don't know that this is sustainable now. 
Like no. is like is Rutgers really going to go to USC or you know if for just, baseball? If it just does football, if it just you know yeah. why didn't they just make it? These are our football conferences now, and we're going to share our wealth. Yeah. With our others, with our other programs on campus, we're going to football is going to share its wealth, but the football conferences are going to be completely different than everybody else. It might end up being that way. I don't know. It's not. It's it's ridiculous. So it looks like Washington State and Oregon State are then stuck going to the Mountain West. I would think. That's that's, that's fine. That's right. They don't need. They're not like big programs. You know, they don't get any money. You know, Washington. You know, it's yeah. uh, be better. It's Washington be State. Them up there. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a well, like irrelevant programs. Yeah. I mean, they're just you know. They have given us no hint as to who we're going to play in the future, what it's going to look like. They're apparently not going to have divisions. So Yeah, well, they like, don't even, what? like, I, I suppose when, when all of a sudden all these schools just fall in your lap, like, it's a to schedule and all the stuff, it's a, yeah. it's I think a the big, big undertaking. I think Big Ten football now, with, with the addition of more schools eventually, is going to have to break into divisions of some sort. I don't think well, that you can well, put everyone you know together. Gonna, you know what they're going to try to have? Conference playoffs before. Mm. You know, yeah. they're going to try to have a four-team. So they're going to get these guys up to about 17 games a year if they go to the end. That's fine. Seven, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's hell yeah. Just don't go to class. Just but don't make them class. But they should, they should meanwhile, like... we're still doing TV for these college kids who are now NIL and transfers. We're still kissing their ass every time we say something. Oh, this, you know, this is Sims. Sims just lost the game. Okay, say that. Well, they kind of screwed up on their transfers. This guy, this guy. If they're going to tie their wagon to this guy, yeah. let's have a little. Let's start mm-hmm. treating them like the professionals that they mm-hmm. are. Okay, instead of still do the same old claptrap on the broadcast that we have to smooch up and be kind to them because they're college guys. They're not. They're now pros. Yeah. No, amen. Here. Amen. Yes. Yeah, if so, they yeah, I it's I will say that uh yeah, I don't know if all of this is sustainable, but I feel the most terrible for the Big Ten graphic designer, man. Like that, whoever that was tw- yeah, right. tw- twenty five <laughs> years ago, they cleverly yeah. were like, okay, we got eleven teams now. What if I like superimpose a one yeah. inside the ten? And then, yeah. you know, and then they were doing like, I think then the, it, then they had like the BIG was one at one point. Like now I don't even know what you do now. You can't keep calling it the big 10 when there's 63 <laughs> teams in it, right? Oh, they're going yeah, but, to, but you're not going to call it the big 18. I don't think, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys know that back before Michigan state was admitted after the university of Chicago dropped out? And the uh, and the Michigan State was admitted in uh, forty six or something like that, forty seven. It was the Big Nine. It was the Big Nine for about. Uh, now this was before my time, but I, it, my history tells me that I think Chicago stopped playing football in the mid thirties and uh, for a decade or so. It was the Big Nine. We went by numbers back then. The numbers of teams reflected the numbers of. The number of your title reflected the number of teams you yeah. had. What a concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just making a big dollar sign now. Yeah. Just, just yeah, a big, huge right. dollar sign with the <laughs> amount of teams in there. Hey, Royce, yes. how about how about the Guardians? What the I, uh, 
Not one, not two, but three guys off waivers. I love it. They get all three of them. And my uh, son, Chris, the baseball guy, is says this is a tribute to the utter stupidity of baseball, where every other place, if you claim somebody on waivers, then you go to the bottom of the yeah. Of the, why why can you claim all yeah. of them? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you you take your pick, and then and then then the then the next team you know up gets gets a point everywhere else. But in baseball, if you're the if you're the worst team, I, the Puts in a claim, you get them, and it doesn't make any difference. Uh, who? What? What is interesting though is I was wrong. The Yankees didn't want anybody. The Yankees have given her up, but uh, they're too far back. Yeah, I just saw that uh, the you know the ESPN odds, which are not one hundred percent accurate, but the uh, Yankees they already had a two percent chance to make the playoffs. So that's yeah. uh, that's uh, not too. Good. Although the Twins. Yesterday morning were ninety one percent. I would say it's about seventy now after what Cleveland did, right? Plus, I just I I actually looked this up and kind of tweeted it out. This three game series in Texas, they're underdogs. All you know, you, we don't talk about underdogs in in baseball, but you got Scherzer versus uh, a slumpy Joe Ryan tonight. <laughs> Scherzer's a uh, Minus one sixty, so you got to bet one sixty to make a hundred on him. Then you got, then you got Keuchel against uh, that lefter Montgomery, who's been pretty good. And then you got, uh, you got Maeda, who was god awful his last time out against that John Gray, who was pretty good. So they're going to be underdogs, three straight games. They go down and get swept by Texas. Ooh, man. You know, they should they, they should be able to score if, if they can get to the bullpen, they should be able to put up a couple crooked yeah, numbers. Yeah, you gotta, get, there, you gotta you know? get to the bullpen against Texas, but they're gonna be uh they're 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 underdogs all weekend, that's for sure. And they, it it certainly made things interesting. And if you're a Cleveland fan, you gotta say, wait a minute here, we gave up. We gave up August first. What what happened? Is it, well, what happened is they saw the twins yeah. and they said, Wait a minute, what are we doing? We might as well try. Plus, it doesn't cost them any money. It costs them a month for each guy, right? A it's genius. So they p- they pick up prospects at the deadline, and yes. and they're still hanging around. And so yeah. I wonder if the if did the did the way that those lat like if the Twins would have won the the matinee game. I mean, I think the waivers were. Already, I think they put the claims in before. Yeah, that, if but. they yeah yeah they I guess they did. Have, you're right. They had to put it. They had to put in a claim. Well, no, you Tuesday. got until Thursday. You got until. Three days, you so they could have waited till Wednesday to put in the claim. Yeah, I wonder, like, if the Twins had swept You're them, right. if, would if they if have the put twi- the claims well, in? Well, if the Twins just win Wednesday and it's seven, yeah. they claim all these guys. You know, yeah. maybe not, but uh, you know, they they probably said to themselves, uh, "What the hell? We uh, we did everything we could to lose this game, and they still beat it, and then we still won it. So let's let's give it a shot. What the heck? So yeah, interesting. Anyway, all right." But, uh, I'm heading out to the uh, State Amateur Baseball Tournament Saturday in Litchfield. And the odd situation of the St. Patrick is this little tiny town down the road from Prior Lake. It's got a Catholic church, about two buildings, and a ballpark. And they're playing because they got moved up to Class B for some reason. They're playing the Minnetonka Millers on on, on, at 11 a.m. on uh, on Saturday in Litchfield, so uh, the uh, talk about big versus small. This is uh, 
this is something. Well, we'll be reading your live tweets of the uh, state amateur baseball tournament, or your live right. ex-posts, however you All say righty. I want to know when the last time the Gophers had 55 yards, and I don't want to have to go through every every scoring, every box score to see it. So somebody let me know, okay? All right. All right. See yeah. We'll see you next week. Maybe Declan can look that up. Uh, Roycey Unchained, presented by Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So uh, we're transitioning here at some point. It's going to be 100 degrees in the next couple days, so it's still Bennington pontoon season, but on the horizon, maybe it's ATV snowmobile season for you. Power Lodge, Brainerd, Ramsey, and Amy Sock Rapids, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud has you covered. MillerMarine.com and PowerLodge.com.